0: There is no name on the mailbox at the bottom of the driveway. It's the only mailbox on the route with no name. The house above the driveway is screened by a slope of trees, several of which brandish glaring neon pink No Trespassing signs. Signs that, in addition to specifying No Hunting, Trapping, Fishing, in big black capitals, proceed further to emphasize the sweeping metaphysical inclusiveness of the Prohibition, by adding or trespassing of any kind. Just being here, at the bottom of the driveway, just beyond the verge of the property line, feels like a trespass of some kind. This is not just private property. It is the property of the most private man in America, perhaps the last private person in America. The silence surrounding this place is not just any silence. It is the work of a lifetime. It is the work of renunciation and determination and expensive litigation. It is a silence of self-exile, cunning, and contemplation. In its own powerful, invisible way, the silence is in itself an eloquent work of art. It is the great wall of silence J.D. Salinger has built around himself. It is not a passive silence. It's a palpable, provocative silence. It's the kind of silence people make pilgrimages to witness, to challenge. It's a silence we both respect and resent, a lure and a reproof. Something draws us to it, makes us interrogate it, test it. There's a line in Mao II, Don DeLillo's novel about a Salinger-like reclusive writer who wonders... Why are so many so obsessed with my invisibility, my hiddenness, my absence? When a writer doesn't show his face, he answers himself. He becomes a local symptom of God's famous reluctance to appear. The silence of a writer is not the same as the silence of God, but there's something analogous. An awe-inspiring creator, someone we believe has some answers of some kind— refusing to respond to us, hiding his face, withholding his creation. The problem, the rare phenomenon of the unavailable, invisible, indifferent writer, indifferent to our questions, indifferent to the publicity-industrial complex so many serve, is the literary equivalent of the problem of theodicy. The specialized sub-discipline of theology— that addresses the problem of the apparent silent indifference of God to the hell of human suffering. And when a writer won't break his silence, we think of ways to break into it. We think of knocking on his door or leaving messages in his mailbox. S's two mailboxes beckoned to me as I stood at the bottom of his driveway. The gray metal U.S. Postal Service box was shut with a rusty hasp but next to it stood a forest-green, open-ended mailbox with the logo of a local paper, West Lebanon's Valley News, on it. Empty, except that stuck in the back was a single piece of printed matter that looked as if it had been orphaned there for some time. Someone else's message for us? It turned out to be a junk mail flyer, perhaps the single most misdirected piece of junk mail in America. "'Get on target!' The flyer shrieked in hyperventilating three-inch high type. It was a junk mail flyer advertising customized promotional junk mail flyers. Meta junk mail. Let us help you advertise your business, it urged J.D. Salinger. America's self-promotional culture reaching out to target, the last private person left. It made me think twice about leaving a letter there, a message for us. It made me think more than twice about what I might say, or whether I should just depart and leave his silence in silence. I knew I had to consider my next move carefully, because I could end up doing something I might regret for a long time.